0: HD Smartcast You are listening to Health Shots brought to you by HD Smartcast.
1: Pregnancy and parenthood. These are the two choices we make for life. For some of us it's a smooth ride. For the rest of us it's sometimes even difficult to just begin regardless we find it worth our while so much so that we opt for all kinds of fertility treatments one of the most notable being IVF so to make it a little easier at least at the beginning we bring to you this podcast Ask the IVF Expert is brought to you by Parents of Fertility, powered by Merck. I'm your host, Deepti Ahuja, and I will interview IVF experts from all over India to cover all sorts of questions you, my dear would-be parent, might have in mind. So, are you ready to embark on your parenthood journey with fertility experts? Here we go. You know, nowadays, there's an IVF center at every corner, but very few of us know that IVF is supposed to be considered as the last option for a couple should they go for fertility treatments. So what are these treatments we can consider before opting for the IVF uh, treatment, IVF therapy? This is what we will discuss in this episode. To lend his expertise and over two decades of experience, we have with us Dr. Chaitanya Shembekar, who is currently Chairman and Managing Director, Omega Hospitals, Nagpur. Hi, Dr. Chaitanya. How are you? Hello. Hi. So let's just jump into it like we've done for, you know, our past episodes, Um, you know, the number of couples with reproductive problems, it's just increased over the years. And um, the developments in the field of reproductive, uh, you know, science has also advanced. The term art treatments comes up quite often in conversations, you know, when it is uh, when someone talks of infertility. Could you describe to us. What is this term art? Is it art art? Yeah.
2: Actually, right. uh, What you said is right. Art is, you know, art of uh, uh, getting babies to some extent Mm -hmm. is true. Uh, It is actually a ART which means assisted reproductive techniques or assisted reproductive technology. Now, this ART means treatment where the gametes That means the oocytes and the sperms or the embryos are handled outside the body Mm -hmm. for the treatment of conception or fertility. Hmm. So what exactly ART means is something where you are handling either sperms Hmm. or the eggs or the embryos and by handling these sperms or eggs, you are treating the patients for getting pregnancy. Uh, hmm. So it does not include only IVF. IVF or in vitro fertilization is one of the type of treatment which comes under ART. Right. The other treatment which comes under ART includes IUI or intrauterine insemination. Right. So in intrauterine insemination, what we do is we just inseminate the sperms mm-hmm. inside the uterus of a lady. And this requires handling of only sperms and not the eggs. Mm-hmm. So it's a form of ART, but it's a basic treatment. So many times, it all depends on the situation. Mm-hmm. But as you rightly said, IVF comes at the end. So it is the, it is the last treatment option which is available. But before that, depending on situation, you may go for some other treatment uh, modalities. Mm-hmm. Like IUI, which comes under ART. Or even before that, uh, what we uh, plan sometimes is time intercourse. So Mm. time intercourse is nothing but a basic treatment where we actually do ultrasound of the patient Mm -hmm. and track the ovulation, see the ovulation, confirm the ovulation and just tell the couple to have intercourse during that period which is called as fertile period. So it's a basic, basic treatment. We start with this time intercourse. Then we may go to the next step that is intrauterine insemination which comes under ART. Mm. And then last comes the IVF. Oh, But that does not mean that everybody has to go through this step ladder pattern. Okay. Why? Because imagine a situation where a young girl who is say 28 years and she is having everything is normal. She is having uterus which is normally functioning. She is menstruating and there is absolutely no problem. But her husband has got a sperm count which is consistently very low. Hmm. Very low means the count is so low that they cannot conceive naturally. Now in this situation, suppose for example, the sperm count should be 15 million or more. Hmm. And if the husband's sperm count is less than 1 million, Hmm. we consider it as extremely low sperm count. In that situation, you may actually bypass all these steps which I have already told you, like hey. time intercourse, even IUI may not work in such situations where the sperm count is too low. Mm-hmm. and then You may have to go directly for IVF and not only IVF, uh, advanced part of IVF that is ICSI. So what, what I mean to say is the situation decides the modality of treatment. Interesting. It's not always a step ladder pattern. It's not always a step, step wise pattern, but Usually, if everything is fine, then you go like this, time intercourse, followed by maybe intrauterine insemination, followed by maybe IVF. So, that is how you go.
1: Interesting. But it is and all
2: situational. Yeah.
1: And you've already answered my, uh, you know, the second question that I had. Are there any other uh, treatments apart from, you know... You said um, IUI, you said time intercourse, yeah. and then you said uh, y- there was another treatment that you spoke of. Are there any other treatments apart from these commonly known treatments before one goes for uh, IVF? And even if beyond IVF, is there something which, which you know, sort of encapsulates uh, this assisted reproduction technology? Yes.
2: Uh, I think that this is a very important question. And um, uh, if you are listening to me on this podcast, then you must know all these things because you should be empowered. You should have knowledge about the thing which you are going to do. And for that, you must know all the treatment model it is. So what we are talking of is the advanced treatment. And as I told you, uh, see, IVF is something where people used to call it test tube baby. Uh, and uh, yeah yes. and, uh, and initially it was test tube baby now nobody says test tube baby everybody knows ivf what is ivf but mm. people you, even today some people they ask me that does that mean that you are you actually forming an embryo and growing it for 9 months in the test tube and then the baby is out from the test tube oh and the, then, and the baby is there for you
1: yeah, I like shouldn't. That. I shouldn't be laughing at some <laughs> point of time when I was a teenager and I heard it for the first time. I was like, aise <laughs> uh, so, even,
2: Yeah, some, many people think like that, you know. But then that is okay. So, hmm. uh, in vitro fertilization is a form of treatment which yeah. has got many many uh, types of uh, treatment options available. Hmm. So, the basic IVF is something where you just put the eggs or the oocytes and the sperms in one dish. And let the sperm go to the egg and unite with the egg and form the embryo. Hmm. Hmm. So, what you are doing basically is there is a dish. In that dish, uh, you just keep the eggs and the sperms. Uh, the sperms will go to the eggs and they will conceive and the embryo will be formed. Right. But this is something which is in vitro fertilization. Yeah. But this actually is something which was done for the first time by uh, Strepto and Edward. -hmm. And Louis Brown is the name of the baby born out of IVF in 1978. So Hmm. it's a very interesting story. So, what they did is they did this type of treatment where the sperms united with the eggs outside the body, but embryo was formed and this embryo was later on transferred inside the uterus. Uterus, right. Now, what happened? There was a, you know, uh, there are so many advances coming up. Hmm. This is something which is basic. But Hmm. then came something called as ICSI or intracytoplasmic sperm injection. Hmm. And as I was uh, mentioning to you about the low sperm count, this is the situation where IVF actually does not work. Why? Because the sperm, the count of sperm is so low that Hmm. they are not able to go up to the oocyte and fertilize the oocyte of their own. Mm. because they are you know, no, not that robust mm. not that strong and the number is so low so for this, for such patients mm. came the treatment of ICSI or mm. intracytoplasmic sperm injection right now this is really interesting what we do in ICSI is actually we inject one sperm into one oocyte mm. so if you suppose for example there are only 5 sperms available Right. These five sperms are not going to get conception in any case, in any situation. But in ICSI, that is possible. Why it is possible? Because one sperm is able to fertilize one oocyte and is able to give you one embryo. So, with five sperms, you get five embryos. Yep. Yep. And that's the beauty of ICSI. So, it so came ICSI and with ICSI, all these male infertility patients, they started getting A very big relief. And uh, see, I must tell you, uh, since we are discussing about all uh, these things, there are two factors which are becoming extremely important these days as far as IVF is concerned. One factor is the male factor, which was only 30% some 25 years back when I started my career. Hmm. Now it is becoming the major cause of infertility. And we find that 60% of the men have problems. So incidence of male infertility is 60%. Uh, Female may or may not have problems. But males, they usually have problems. So this is a serious issue. But this is something which is happening. The question that comes to our mind is, where have all the cowboys gone? They have disappeared (laughs) or what? (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) So so you get so many patients with such a low sperm count. It's a serious issue. It is. um, yeah, and as I am getting this platform, thanks to you, uh, and I am talking to Ooh. you people uh, on this uh, very interesting topic, yeah. I tell you, especially for Indian girls, uh, this is a message which I am going, and you please listen to this very carefully. Hmm. There was a uh, study which appeared in 2014 in a very popular journal, Fertility and Sterility, which has compared the ovarian reserve of the Indian woman with the Spanish women. Yes, why they did why they did this yeah. is to find out the ethnic difference between the ovarian reserve in the ethnicity. Hmm. And they the, the results they got are really shocking for us. They said that the yeah. age of Indian woman is 6.3 years ahead
1: ahead of, of a Spanish woman
2: age of the Spanish women. Yeah. Now what does that mean? In simple language, if I may suggest you, you just try to understand this. A 38-year-old Spanish woman or a European woman will have a same and reserve of a 32-year-old Indian woman. Yep, yep. What does that indicate? It indicates that every Indian woman should remember that we all are career-minded. Nowadays, we are interested in our career, our profession. Uh, yeah or education you you have one sitting right across the mic (laughs) yes I know that is what is happening and there is nothing wrong in that you Mm. pursue your career and your passion Mm. there is absolutely no problem with this but motherhood as a profession is something (laughs) which you all should always keep in mind and please please all girls listening to me this is something which I. this is a humble appeal to you all through this podcast, that please marry early and please have <laughs> uh, uh, kids before thirty. Once you yes. cross thirty, your ovarian reserve may go drastically down. Then there is no option other than to go for donor oocytes, which mm. is something nobody would like to accept. And then it comes as a shock, you know. If you if I tell you that your ovarian reserve is too low and you cannot conceive on your own. It comes as a shock and then, then, then that girl says that, why I am just 32, uh, why should I have any problem, uh, why should I have any problem, but mm-hmm. then we have to explain this to her that this is what is the problem with Indians, in particular, and Asians in general, that so, our over and reserve is going down.
1: So clearly… very so early… So yes, clearly yes. you have you have uh, sent one as a uh, you know message across to all the Indian women. Um, and uh, I'm sure that and you know there is of course uh, but there is of course merit in what you're saying. If someone is considering uh, having a baby then these are the kind of things this is the kind of information that you need to have to consider. Whether you want to get married early and have babies, and whether you want to have biological children also or not, so I yes. think it's important information, you know, that you are sharing. Of course, uh, I am smiling because, uh, you know, I'm <laughs> I've I've done everything wrong according to that statement.
2: <laughs> yeah, I said you uh, marriage is not on cards it's not a priority uh, आ, <laughs> <laughs> At
1: <laughs> right so,
2: so, now salvation.
1: you you mentioned you mentioned icsi icsi in intracytoplasmic sperm injection okay. and Then, you know, you also um, uh, mentioned how it is different from IVF, which is in in vitro fertilization. Now, what are the potential benefits or medical complications even, which is associated with, you know, especially first ICSI and then IVF? I'd really like to know um, what are the benefits and complications. Uh, uh,
2: There are clear cut benefits of ICSI over IVF. Mm. Uh, as I told you, but and now nowadays, what is happening is uh, the nowadays the trend is ICSI for all. I mean, more, many of the embryologists and uh, IVF consultants they prefer ICSI over IVF mm. because you know there is a sure shot fertilization of a oocyte or egg. Mm. But then it is not the case in all situations. Sometimes mm. IVF works better than ICSI. I'll tell you how uh uh hai, of course i'll tell you how uh you see if you keep some sperms uh, beside the uh, oocyte hmm. the best sperm will actually go to the oocyte and will be able to penetrate the uh, the wall of the oocyte and go inside right, hmm. right. Right, so, right, the right. selection of the best sperm hmm. is possible in IVF, which is not there in ICSI. In ICSI, what we do, we just take randomly, we select the sperm and put it inside. Hmm. But in IVF, we are just keeping the sperms near the oocyte and the best sperm will go and selection of the best sperm will give you better results. So, if yes. uh, the male factor is not there, in other situations, IVF also really works very well and mm. you can still think of it's not like ICSI is advanced and you should do ICSI in all the patients. Mm. It, the selection has to be proper, mm. and it is on based case to case basis. Mm, so okay. it depends on the uh, on your expertise, on your acumen, right, uh, right. how you are going to you know treat this patient. IVF ICSI both are um, good uh, in some situations. IVF is good in some situation. ICSI is better, and in some situation ICSI is like the best. Treatment, which has you know, which has been able to father many couples, uh, they're they are getting babies, and uh, many men they are able to father a child because of ICSI, which right. was so, not possible few years back
1: so basically ICSI is uh good for uh you know a couple when the problem is uh not really a problem but it's basically the issue of the male infertility and uh, when it comes to IVF it's best when either there is a compatibility issue or you know there is some sort of uh, comorbidity or you know or with the entire couple or also a female infertility issue right right so i'm getting this right lovely what are the complications? Complications of IVF. Uh, IVF or ICSI, don't know.
2: I'll tell you about um, IVF in general first. Hmm. Uh, some people they think that uh, in IVF we are taking a lot of injections, and these injections may have its impact on the body. Hmm. But you should all uh, try to understand this: that injections in proper dosage is not going to harm you in any way. Hmm. But there are only two complications associated with IVF. One is ovarian hyperstimulation syndrome,
0: Hmm.
2: where the ovaries, they, you know, respond to the injections in such a way that they they increase in size and they become big and then they start secreting fluid. And Hmm. then there is a fluid collection in the abdomen. And a patient is not able to take breath, and the patient is disneag and uncomfortable, and it may patient may land up in ICU, but don't worry. Oh. This is something which is now a past, a history. Hmm. OHSS free clinic is something which is now a uh, days a concept which is coming up hmm. with the modification in the treatment. Hmm. This hyperstimulation syndrome is very, very rarely seen nowadays. Right. Why? Because there is a policy called a freeze-all policy. Right. Where what we do is we form the embryos, but we do not transfer the embryos in the same setting or in the same cycle. But we transfer these embryos after say one and a half to two months. And oh, then there is no okay. stimulation. There is There are no injections. Right. So there are two parts of IVF. One is stimulation and forming eggs and forming right. embryos. And the second part is transferring embryos. And if you do this, this is called as cycle segmentation and freeze all technique. Hmm. You do not get this hyperstimulation syndrome, which is a complication, a dreadful complication of IVF. But this dreadful complication of IVF is totally avoidable, and Hmm. thanks to the technology, we are nowadays getting less and less patients of OHSS or hyperstimulation syndrome because of this technique. Another complication of IVF and ICSI is multiple pregnancies. Hmm. And multiple pregnancy yeah. is an important issue. Hmm. In fact, in India, I have seen many couples, they actually want...
1: Yeah, to, it's a fad, no? Prince.
2: It's a fad. Yeah. They say, I want prince and I want uh, one, um, one... One boy one, and one, one girl. girl. <laughs> I think this is not possible. You cannot yeah. do that. But then what is happening is, uh, you see, we try to put more embryos. Hmm. And this is something which is done to get good results. Hmm. You know, because the probability or the chance of pregnancy increases when you put more embryos inside the uterus. Hmm. But the trends are changing nowadays. And with the availability of blastocyst transfer, that means day 5 transfers, which we are doing nowadays, Okay, blastocyst is the embryo which is of 5 days, day 5 embryo. Achha. Now, this day five embryo gives you better results than the cleavage or day three embryo. Mm-hmm. And in that situation, you select again the best embryo. And when you select the best embryo, the chances of pregnancy are also very high. And in that situation, you can actually transfer only one embryo. That is called a single embryo transfer. Right, right. So with one embryo transfer, you actually are avoiding multiple pregnancies. Hmm. And, and you should also. You should, you should. I, in fact, nowadays the trend is towards single embryo transfer. Yeah. Uh, we do transfer two embryos. Hmm. But usually we do not transfer more than two embryos. Because two embryos is something again to increase the improve the success rate. Hmm. But not more than two embryos. That is something which we all should follow.
1: So now that you mentioned success rate, is the success rate for a couple using uh, ICSI? With IVF, different from a couple using, you know, the regular IVF treatment. Is it
2: different? Uh, yes. Uh, as I told you, every procedure has got its own advantage and disadvantage. Yeah. Disadvantage. yeah. But more or less, uh, nowadays the trend is towards ICSI. Hmm. And, uh, and there is a assured fertilization, that is the advantage.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And uh, that is one reason why people. Um, many times prefer ICSI over IVF but Mm. then again the decision has to be taken on case to case basis and there is no blanket rule that ICSI is the best in fact there are many senior embryologists who are still preferring IVF or ICSI because they as I told you Jojita Jita Sikandar they still (laughs) feel that the selection of the best embryo is possible with IVF but overall yes ICSI is better than IVF uh, I guess because you get better results
1: so, basically, with the increase, with the rise in male infertility, ICSI definitely seems uh, again, to be ICSI a better option. Yeah. That when swim karke nahi, best kya right? Yes. Like Exactly. exactly. So, <laughs> so right. Now, uh, you know, of course, uh, like you said, there is a debate about ICSI being the best, IVF being the best. And of course, like you said in the beginning of the episode also, that uh, IVF is the last option Before that, you know, there are other options that are actually, I mean, it might not be in the same order, but they are considered, including ICSI. Now, um, I just, you know, uh, wanted to know if um, there are any disagreements on ICSI, like, you know, on when it can and can't improve the success rate. Also, you know, like whatever's happening, there's a debate around ICSI, if you could just touch upon that.
2: Yes. Uh, One thing uh, I would like to tell you here is uh, ICSI is something where you actually are putting one sperm inside the oxide Right Now in that situation I must tell you and you have to be very careful about this uh, You, uh, Some people may go for sex selection with ICSI which is not a good idea at all Hmm. especially in India the you all should know and this is a message which is loud and clear yes that sex selection is an offense and you may have to go into prison for sex selection so it is there you should not even not touch upon this topic when you're discussing with your IVF consultant and do mm. not ask for sex selection because even asking for sex selection is an offense right and, and no doctor should actually indulge in such practices and this message is very loud and clear and please please do not discriminate girls and uh, boys Absolutely. Uh, you know this is the, now we are living in uh, era of gender equity and uh, we have to you know respect girls and you have to treat them with dignity mm. and uh, uh, you should not discriminate girls from the boys this is a message which i would like to give you here right. and so please right. do not do not uh, even ask for you know this so These questions is are not you are not supposed to talk about this because that shows what is your thinking about, you know, gender bias and everything, which is <laughs> not, a, not a good thing?
1: Yes, absolutely. It's loud and clear when you actually have that kind of a bias. You're like, oh, that's what you think. You <laughs> and do I? not
2: think that way. Huh.
1: Right. Interesting. So, um the other part of my question really was that uh are there any disagreements on when it can or can't improve success rates of course apart from you know the male, when it comes to male infertility or bhi koi reason hai kya uh
2: nothing uh, uh, in particular that is the reason why icsi is becoming so popular uh in fact uh, icsi is something which can be done in any situation it right. I, it all started with male infertility it all started with male infertility It Hmm. was basically for male infertility. But then people started realizing that you get assured uh, fertilization with ICSI. And so Hmm. ICSI started becoming more popular. And obviously, now more and more people are doing ICSI for uh, uh, for getting good reviews.
1: Right. Last question. And uh, thank you so much already for saying so much. Ekto, Matlab, you have a very strong message out there for uh, all the women with the career-oriented women. And the next strong message that you have is for all the patriarchs out there that, okay, listen, you cannot discriminate. And you have, if you do, then it can you can be punished for it, right? Um, by law. So um, even though IVF techniques have become really advanced today and many clinics report higher success rates, not everyone achieves, you know, a desired result and not everyone gets to take a baby home. What role does financial planning and psychological counselling mainly plays in managing expectations? I
2: think this is a very important question. Uh, And thank you for asking me this question because uh, uh, through this platform, you all are listening to me. I must tell you that uh, the financial um, and the psychological factors, they play a very, very important role Hmm. in IPF.
0: Hmm.
2: It is said that nothing succeeds like success. And uh, so those who are, you know, getting babies, they are so happy. They hmm. treat us like God. And then they are like, you uh, are bhagwan ho I always say that I am not a I do not pray with God. That in my hands, it will be माध्यम for you. And I will become a mother for you to give a child. I am only a mother, I am a mother success and you get what you want you so I think success like success that is true but then still after doing so much of hard work the success rate of IVF goes to 30 to 40 percent is something which is documented but nowadays we many times by the grace of God get 60 percent or even 70 percent success rate but then we hmm. feel really sorry and sad for the rest 30 percent or 40 percent patients who do not get success yeah. and here comes the role of psychology. Hmm. So we, what we are doing is we are running a uh, online uh, a kind of um, uh, program for uh, the infertile couples. Uh, hmm. All the name of this program is already in my heart. Someday in my arms, already in my heart. Someday in my arms. Hmm. Where we are, I you know we have a team of a IVF consultant, and a psychologist. Where we actually try to reach out to them we have a 30-minute discussion, some points we touch upon and Mm -hmm. then we uh, let them speak and uh, one-to-one we talk to them and Mm -hmm. we try to, you know, uh, see to it that they are having positive thinking and they are uh, already, you know, not nervous or not anxious and uh, stressed out not stressed out because that is something which really has its impact on the IBF results. Mm -hmm. As, As far as finances are concerned, I think that is uh, slowly it will definitely will have some answer to this also Mm -hmm. that uh, IVF is a costly procedure and a lot of money is involved. And I have seen uh, people, you know, uh, they are really not able to spend so much of uh, money for the treatment and they are not able to get the best treatment because of the financial constraints. Mm. So uh, for this, uh, what I feel is something which we have already started Through our foundation, charitable foundation, what we do is we try to get the donations for such patients and we try to give the best treatment to those who are not Mm -hmm. affording. And uh, then we go through our trust or foundation, uh, pay uh, 50% of the charges. So we try to make it um, in half of the cost uh, which is involved in IVF. Right. Uh, But still it is quite high. I must uh, accept this. Mm. And uh, with a public private partnership or something where we can, you know, work together with the government mm. and can have uh, the best infrastructure and best uh, possible treatment uh, modalities in the minimum cost. Mm. Something which we all should actually try to go for this and try to, you know, government should also proactively uh, help uh, the private uh, partners. To you know, uh, tie up with them and have treatment uh, options which are low-cost uh, IVF options, which mm. is affordable to all. So, uh, of course, this is something which we all should do. But we yeah. have, uh, do, we are doing our uh, bit from our side. Mm. We have a, a foundation where we give fifty uh, percent discount to our patients. That's Those like who are really non affording hmm.
1: that's actually amazing. And then, you know. Before we actually you know got on to the interview before we actually recorded the hit the record button you were saying something about the government right that the government is also coming up with certain policies to regulate the IVF centers could you you know talk a bit of, a bit more about that
2: yes 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 of course i think that's a very uh, important topic because this is the uh, talk of the town nowadays uh, ART bill Mm-hmm. Uh, and Surrogacy bill, which has come up uh, recently, they have tabled and uh, they have passed an uh, ART bill in uh, Lok Sabha, and now it is in Rajya Sabha. Uh, see, uh, this is something which is uh, which was uh, long awaited, and mm. government has done a right uh, has taken a right step uh, by uh, you know introducing a law or ART bill, mm. because nowadays what is happening is there is a mushrooming of uh, IVF centers. Right. Every day, every town, at least two to three IVF centers are yes. coming. Because, and then what happens? Because of this mushrooming of IVF centers, and there is no quality control, hmm. there is no government control, anybody hmm. can set up an IVF clinic. There are no hmm. laws, no regulations. Now, oh. with these regulations, what will happen? Only the best centers will survive. Hmm. And those who are really not doing a good job, or their consultant is not trained enough, if there is no expertise or experience, then this is going to create a problem because then you are not getting results. And ultimately Mm. what you need is a, because IVF is something which is a specialized job. Mm. So with this regulation, ART bill, I hope that we will get uh, only the best uh, centers will survive and then we'll get uh, best treatment for these uh, couples who are seeking treatment. So, uh, this is a, a welcome move by yes. the government And I really I really, I am looking forward for this. And I hope that uh, with this, we get um, a good uh, outcome uh, as far as the results are concerned. Right. And uh, only the best uh, centers will survive.
1: Thank you so much, Dr. Chaitanya, for your yeah, time.
2: Thank you. So, and before I end, I would like to say something. Yes. Um, for uh, us, for doctors, uh, you know, we it, we are very passionate about. Uh, for me, I am very passionate about IVF
0: hmm. because
2: uh, I always feel that I am able to, you know, bring smiles on the faces of uh, uh, these couples who are really seeking treatment. Uh, right. And I am I become a as I said I become a medium. Hmm. And so what I always feel is I always follow this Gita ka sandesh Karmanne ne ka raste ma Faleshu Kadashana. Uh, karma karter ho falki asha matkaru. Right. And when you put your maximum efforts uh, into your uh, uh, treatment, then uh, definitely you get the results. So I think right. uh karma karterho fulki ashan matkaro, yeah sandeshe or isise hame uh fulbi milega or um uh sapka balabi hoga.
1: Right. Also translated to already there in our hearts. Just waiting for you to come into our our arms, right? Yeah, true. That's a beautifully, uh, you know, um, named uh, program that you have, uh, honestly, Dr. Chaitanya. And clearly, there is a lot of thought uh, that has been put behind, um, you know, in whatever you do. Of course, it's your career. But, you know, the way you also communicate, uh, it's very, very clear. And uh, this was quite a fun episode for me, too. Um, Thank you so much and you know for any any couple uh, you know listening out there i would strongly recommend that you actually take notes uh, because not only are we talking about the art therapies we are also talking about you know different uh, patterns in which they can actually work we touched about how ivf is great when you know the issue is of female infertility and icsi is great when it is the issue of male fertility we also had some really fun advice from Dr. Chaitanya when he said that if you are planning to have kids, forget about getting married. Just have them already, women.
2: Before 30.
1: <laughs> yes, before 30. And for men uh, and for uh, you know anyone out there who is also traditional in their outlook, please ensure that you don't discriminate or anyone in your family does not discriminate, even if any of these procedures, especially ICSI, uh, can help you determine the gender. Just don't. I mean, you know, why would you? You just end up actually no <laughs> like you know they make it you know confidence reho, <laughs> <Mat karna.
2: laughs>
1: right um yes. and of course um keeping your spirits high so um that's it for this episode we'll be back with another one super soon until then chinapyaar Or, koi bhi sawal ho to reach out to us at ht health shots H T H E A L T H S H O T S. for updates on this podcast follow us at ht smartcast h t s m a r t c a s t we are present on facebook instagram twitter youtube clubhouse linkedin you name it to listen to more such podcasts log on to htsmartcast.com or suno Nine se.
0: You were listening to Health Shots Brought to you by HT Smartcast HT Smartcast